Well, by this time, we had mostly finished up our searching and scrounging around for information. Nika and I needed to meet back up with the rest of our group, and Ezric was kind enough to volunteer to lead us. Lou and my sister had just finished taking care of that blood-sucking bastard. Sorry. Sorry. I know I'm not a fan of vampires. They they creep me out, and it's, it's almost like they try to just make themselves completely unlikable. I just, at least the ones I've met have. I do like plenty of other things, though, you know, like... Music and stories, um, wolves with strange names, uh, turtles, uh, that actually reminds me. Did you all know that box turtles have shells that are hinged at the bottom, allowing them to hide from predators? Aye. <clears throat> all right, all right, I'll, I'll stop, but just a interesting bit of knowledge that you might not have known... And, uh, any fuck, it's past time we get down to the nitty-gritty. We had a pirate to hunt. you had just sent this message you are heading through the tunnels Ezric is leading you all because he's human he does need a torch so he's got a torch lighting his way so he had opened the door that was behind the vats of the brewery and it led down revealing this dwarven made tunnel he explains aye these are back from the orcish wars the dwarves built them to smuggle things into the city in case of, uh, and smuggle things out in case of an invasion, and I use them now to, uh, bring in a product from outside. To smuggle, aye. Aye, yes. I, I understand. If we continue this way, we should find our way further and deeper into the city. We'll find the public square, and where did you say your friends were? They said they were in the tunnels heading towards the Viper's Keep. Ah, okay. Yes, just this way. This will connect with the main tunnels. We'll head west to the public square. Lou and Berta, as you continue past the debris, Lou, are you still in hybrid form or did you switch back to human? Yeah, I think I, like, the second we pull him out, I kind of just switch back to hands so that I can handle things a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. 
And uh, you do, and you continue down the tunnel. So after another 10 feet of having to walk sideways, right, you come to an unaffected part of the dwarven tunnel. So the cave-in caused one scene there. The vampire seemed to have taken advantage of that to try to hide and ambush you. Alas, to no avail. To no avail. And so you come out into this more well-made dwarven tunnel, continue for another 40 feet before you come to an ornate door. It seems to be made of stone. There's a large ring for a handle, and it can pull toward you. This is as good a place as any to sort of find out what this guy knows before we keep going. Yeah, I'm with you. That sounds fine. Uh, here, let me set him down. <clears throat> and I, uh, I walk over to the door and I just kind of listen. Give me a perception check. 15. Nice. With a 15, you can hear a light breeze coming through. But as far as you can tell, there are no footsteps. There is no talking. There is no growling, bestial or otherwise. Okay, I think we're good. All right. How do we wake him up without killing him? I don't know. I start slapping his face. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, get up. (sighs) And his tongue starts going toward his fang. No, no. What have you done to me? So she gets. You don't bite a lady. And he's like, he's holding his face together pretty much at this point. And he says, me, you all burn in the hells of the abyss. (laughs) And he like spits his Icor blood at you. Very scary. You got me. I'm very frightened. He spits it out and I put my hand forward and it all collects in my hand. I just smash it in his face and rub it <laughs> Just end it. No, we've got questions for you. Uh, what makes you think I will help you? You are mere feeding bags. I look at Berta. This is rude as hell. You're tasty as fuck. Oh, I want you. more. He begins to try to claw up the wall a little bit. I'm gonna like put my you. foot on his chest and like push him back down. Uh, yeah, give me a athletics. Nineteen. He fights against it, even puts a hand on there, but you finally one last shove against the wall. <sighs> He's like trying to gnaw at your <laughs> your wooden <laughs> peg leg. I suppose there's no reason for pretense anymore. What do you know about Brim? Why would I help you? Just kill me. Oh, we will. It's just a matter of how painful it's going to be. I just grab him by the shirt collar. Tell us where Brim is. Are you doing an intimidation? Yeah. Okay. Huge intimidation. <laughs> Let's see it. I was waiting for that. I'm like, <laughs> someone please intimidate this fucker. Yeah, 13. <sighs> you wish to know of Brim Corin. Yeah, where is whereabouts? You're closer than ever before. (laughs) So he's here. Is he with the vipers? Up there? Down there? Through that door? The vipers have been planning something. There are very few of us left here. The forces in the keep have all... All but a few have left. (laughs) You're too late. You're all too late. Soon, soon the Scion will return. All will be made right, and Anu will fall to the forces of the Abyss. 
Are there any prisoners still here? <sighs> there is the pet. And he kind of like looks to the side. Who's the pet? Brim always had a special eye for this one. Not sure what happened after the experiments. <laughs> I lift him up to my face and I'm just like, where are they? Through this door, you'll find everything you need. But like I said, you're probably too late. I drop him and I just head for the door. Okay, yeah, and at this point, torchlight is coming up from behind. Draw my pistol, like, pointing down. Careful, towards and the- I pull my sword, and I've got my long sword in my hands, and I'm ready to just, the first thing I see. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I'm they're, just kidding. No, they're, they're crawling out from that fallen debris, and finally you see this piratey tall fella with... You know, a large white beard into three sections with gold. And I've got my blade pointed right at him. Who are you? Oh, um, this, who are you? <laughs> we were here first. Who are you? All, all right. Um, do you recognize them? And he's, Ezra steps aside and lets Kaloon crawl through. Uh, better, I told you they're coming. What are y'all jumping for? We just fucking killed a vamp, sort of. There's a vampire, so like we're uh, you'll have to forgive us for being a little on edge. Oh, I've killed plenty of vampires lately. That's nothing. It's- oh, can I see? And Nika's stuck, like <laughs> in that two foot expanse because her muscles are just way too big. Give me, give me a strength check if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. To pull her out of there. Okay, yeah. Do an assist. I look at Berta. You knew she was coming. Did I not tell you? No. Oh, right. No, he's coming. <laughs> 17. <laughs> yeah, a little late, but that's fine. Yeah, you like, oh, shoot. Yeah, and you like look back and <laughs> the axe is stuck on one rock and she just can't get through. So you help hoist her down and level yeah. her so that she can come out the right way. <laughs> and finally she bursts out and she's like, oh, where is the vampire? I want to see. I oh. sheathe my sword. I've never seen one. It's right over there. Sort of leaning against the wall. Ooh. It's not quite dead, so like be a little careful. <sighs> oh, he is very ugly. It's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. You all messed him up pretty good. I think he can still bite you with one tooth. Oh, well, let's fix that then real quick. And I <laughs> I reach down and I snap his tooth Ooh. out. Ooh. Ooh, give me a sleight of hand. Sleight of tooth. <laughs> Are you proficient in dentistry? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, 16. Yeah, 16's enough not to accidentally, like, get bit by him because he is trying to fight away. And, uh-huh. yeah, you yank that second fang out. And he goes, <laughs> and at that, like, <laughs> blood is gushing, and he, he passes out at that because oh, okay. that would be incredibly painful. Oh, yeah. Are we done That's... with him? Do we need anything else with him? I don't think it matters. I think he's out. Oh, can I? And Nika, like, pulls out her silver great axe. <laughs> Go for it. No, okay. I was going to say it's y'all's kill, but you know, sure. I was just going to stomp him through the chest, but like, if you have a better plan, go for it. Why don't we do both? At the same time? Yeah, I'll count three, two, one. I'll take the head, you take the heart. Right, got it. Uh, Lou, can you kind of like lay him out a little easier? Sure, here. I grab him, drag him over into the center. (laughs) Uh, Give me some space. And she pushes past Ezric and walks up, and she's got this giant, like, cleaver like axe out. And she holds it over his head and looks at Berta. I'm just, like, poised with my peg leg above his heart. Nice. 
Three, two, two one, one. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just blood spa- splatters. His head is completely decapitated. Ugh. The foot goes straight through the heart. This guy's gone. He actually evaporates in a strange abyssal mist. Nice. As his tooth evaporates in my hand, I just kind of like <laughs> flick the dust off of my thumbs. Like, Ugh. gross. Don't breathe that in. Get some kind of diseases. Ew. <laughs> Ew. 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 Gross. gross. Oh. Azric then comes up with the torch and he says, uh, "Um, let me introduce myself. I'm Ezric. I am an old friend of uh, Abram. I don't know if any of you." Knew him. But. Would I have heard of Ezric being a pirate? Uh, yeah. Roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. I know. Yeah, go for it. Oh. <laughs> oh, you uh, also probably would have heard of Abram. That's just true. Eighteen. Yeah, you know of Ezric and of Abram, and you know of a little bit of their history with an eighteen. Nineteen. It's the same goes for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was a prominent figure on the Lock Islands, and after the breakup. He moved back to Octacraig and started the Barrel and Barley Brewery. And you're like, this is when it clicks for Lou. That's where we <laughs> took the shipments. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to sort of like brush my hands off on my shirt and like walk up to Ezra and be like, it's uh, Captain Berta. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've heard heard lots of good things. And I of you. And he <laughs> shakes your hand. Really? You've, you've, you've heard of me? Truly, it is an honor. I, yes, I tried to keep up with the archipelago while I was on the Lock Islands. You know, it's uh, always good to see if you have friends or enemies about. But yes, I'd heard a few things of the uh, Dwarven sisters. Could you say she's made quite the splash? <laughs> I would, but that would be incredibly lame if I did. Hey, well, you know, I was just I was testing you, and you, you passed. My name's Lou, of the, well, Sea Dogs. Hmm. They, uh, they didn't fare so well as of late. Am I correct? No, they didn't. Your brethren, wherever they rest, may it be at peace. I appreciate that. I'm sure you've been through a lot. Uh, are we moving forward then? Yep. Follow me. And I'm charging at that door. Nice. Yeah, you, um, the ring opens actually out toward you. I charge at the door and I grab that <laughs> ring and I pull <laughs> it out. Yeah. For the audience, Taylor made a motion like he was going to push yeah. through it. And I was like, oh, I think I had just mentioned. Oh, well, yeah, Lou's just like pushing against the door as hard as he can. He's like, um, oh, okay. <laughs> this is the world's heaviest door. Come on. <laughs> this, is, this is my greatest enemy. <laughs> All right, the door slides slowly toward you. It takes everything within you, Lou, not to ask for help, but you're able to open this. Mm-hmm. It takes a great feat of strength. On the inside, it opens up to a room, a strange, musty, and metallic smell releases almost like a tomb from this dungeon-like area. Let me get a perception check on the smell of all that. Yeah. It's Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 23. Nice. You recognize this smell. The prison that you were kept in smelled very similar to this. The metallic smell, though, mm. is a little bit new. You remember the metallic smell, but you remember it more faint. So 
your best guess with that getting that scent in the air is that somewhere deeper past this part of the dungeon is where you were kept prisoner. This is the place. What place? Oh, this yeah. is where they kept me. Oh, okay. I well glad you escaped. Mm-hmm. Great. So you get into this room and as Ezric brings the torch in, it looks like this is half laboratory, half morgue. So there are slabs where bodies would lay made of stone, but there are also counters where different alchemical sets are, different components for spell casting or experimentation. Everyone give me a perception or investigation of the room if you're going for something specific. Five. I guess I'm gonna go for investigation with an 18. Nice. 22 on perception. Nice. So Nika and Ezric are kind of going off to the right, looking at some of the alchemical components. Ezric seems interested in that. Nika doesn't really notice anything out of the ordinary. She's not very interested in any of this. In fact, she's kind of like picking her nose a little bit, waiting for y'all to finish your investigation. <laughs> That's Berta, so Nika. Yeah, Berta maybe notices this and goes, huh? <laughs> uh, and this distracts you from being able to perceive anything around you. Kaloon with an 18, mm-hmm. you walk up to one of the slabs and you realize some of this blood is fresh and does not seem to be human blood. Okay. Does he recognize what type of blood it might be? That would require an investigation or medicine check. Dude, let's do it. I'm a bard. I'm good at all checks. I, I mean, I can do all checks. <laughs> Uh, an 11 on investigation. An 11 doesn't quite pinpoint what it is, but it does get a strange, instead of red hue, this has more of a pink, purple, fuchsia hue to it. Okay. We then jump over to Lou. Not only do you look over Kaloon's shoulder and notice all of that, mm-hmm. there are these leather straps that look like it would hold down somebody's arms, somebody's legs at the bottom to the slab. You also notice there is an open notebook over on one of the counters in between some of the components. Yeah, I dart over to that notebook and I open it up and I start leafing through. This passage sticks out to you as the last passage. And it's on that page and then you have to turn the page there's some on the back. Okay. I'll just read it. If you want to actually read it in Brim's voice. Ooh. After further study, I have found nothing of note. Her body is improving, but honestly, I do not see how we can achieve complete transformation without my creator's help. We will use the dragon heart to open a portal, and there I will seek out my scornful master. Such rage burns in my soul knowing the one who formed me also cursed me. Why must I seek out the power of a demon? One day I will be whole. For now, Brim's body will continue to serve its purpose. One day, Harrow will reign as it always should have been. They will bow to their draconic king. So, Lou reads this to himself. And you, with that perception check, realize you had seen the blood and you know who, whose body it, it came from. 
No. No. Ugh. I look around for, like, any, like, signs of anything else. I'm just like... Survival check to try to track. 21. Yeah. You notice that there is a small trail of blood leading out further. It's not a door. It is a opening, more like, to more of these dwarven-carved tunnels leading in the direction that you would believe where the scent is heavier of the prison where you stayed with that 21 survival check. They took them this way. We gotta go. Wait, oh, hold what, what did you find? Hold on. Who is who is they? Does anyone know what kind of blood this is? Ezric walks over and he's like, hey, This looks strange. This doesn't look human. Hmm. This looks like what tales have told when Brim is wounded. They say he bleeds something of a fuchsia color like this, similar to when he breathes fire from his very maw. Are you trying to say that he's not human? Oh, Brim is anything but human. He is, he is some kind of entity, whether possessed by power or has gained it by some mysterious mean being this elven pirate king for so long. No one knows quite what he is. Uh, well, it's not matter. He'll be dead regardless soon, so... Sorry, uh, you guys were saying something. I was just wondering what you'd found. Yeah, blood leading that way. We gotta go, down these tunnels. All right. All right, then, just... Don't give us away. Remember, we are sneaking. Stealthy is what I do best. Okay. I will keep to the back, Nika says. <laughs> Good idea, Nika. Let us know if anything comes up behind us. Absolutely. And you guys start in a line. I imagine Lou going first. Uh, who's right behind him? Uh, I guess I'll be because I'm the other. I'm the sneaky boy. Sure. I'm also quite sneaky. I'll go after. All right. Nice. And then we'll have Ezra and Nika in the back. Uh, everyone give me stealth checks. 27. Nice. 21. Nice. 25. Whoa, and uh, Ezric got over 20. Nika rolled an 8. <laughs> Which is why she's keeping So she got a 7? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Good job, Nika. I'm proud of you. And that is why she's keeping to the back. So that even though she more. makes some noise, you all are about 15 feet ahead of her making zero noise. Ezric does snuff out his torch mm -hmm. as you move forward because from further down the hall, you see torchlight spilling into this tunnel. Mm. As you move closer, I need Lou to make a perception check. 23. You are able to smell the air. You are closer <sighs> to the prison. This opening leads to where you were kept. Within, you first hear a bit of movement, and then you catch the scent. There is still one prisoner who remains. You cannot tell if they match the blood or not, this person, but you can smell the blood trail does lead further into this prison-like area. You also smell something that reminds you of your time in a distant place. In a world other than this, the stench is familiar, but not welcome. 
and it is strong. I pull out my longsword off my back, and I press forward very stealthily. Yeah, Kalun, you're right behind, and you see Lou stop and pull out his sword. Yeah, Kalun is def- I mean, he doesn't know this guy very well, and he's just like, he seems kind of like a loose cannon right now. He seems too angry to be stealthing, and so he just carefully grabs Lou by the back of the uh, shirt collar and puts his hand over his mouth and whispers in his ear, I shake your arm off my let, face. Let go. Well, fine then. Struggle. Yeah. Uh, give me athletics <laughs> oh, contest. Shit. Okay, never mind. I rolled a one. And so, <laughs> yeah, I rolled a one, so I know I failed that. Yeah, I got a 17. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, when you shake uh, Colin's arm off off your face, he instead tries to, like, just pull you closer with your, with your collar and say, Slow down. We're here to kill one man. Do not go giving us away now. You don't know what you're up against. I know that if we alert the whole fucking castle, that we'll stand no chance. I, like, shake my shoulder away from him, and I just kind of press forward very stealthily. Yeah, so you guys continue. Berta, you watch this interaction happen, staying quiet, Mm -hmm. continuing to stealth forward. Mm -hmm. I have my gun drawn. Nice. Ezric puts out his hand, and a little bit of light emits from it, uh, a little bit of seaworthy magic. Just kind of helps light his path. It's almost like the glow of just putting your cell phone <laughs> Oh, I thought you were like right on. by the entrance of this other area. No, I said you were about 15 feet back. Okay. Well, yeah, that's still a little bit close. I might have to talk with Ezra as well. It's like, what the it's crap, It's like dude? super dim. Like, it only <laughs> lights like a two-foot space around his foot. Okay, all right. I, I'll feet leave. around his feet so that he doesn't stumble. And then Nika's just kind of clopping up behind. (laughs) I I actually will do that. I'll say, uh, Nika, maybe this is a good spot for you to wait and cover our retreat. Exit. She just gives a thumbs up. You see this with your dark vision. Excellent. All right. So you all stealth forward. Give me one last stealth check. 22. 24. 28. Nice. And Ezra got... 16. Good job, Ez. Good job, Ezra. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) I thank you. As you all move forward, that stench becomes clearer in your nose, Lou, as you are approaching the prison where you were kept. As you come up to the doorway, you and Kaloon give me perception checks. Nine. I'm Lou. Sixteen. Sixteen. Lou, you are able to peek around the corner. That makes sense because Kalun, you've got this mass of a you know freaking Wolverine esque <laughs> size guy in front of you, right? Like, I, I think the, the um, actually in the comics, Wolverine is only five two. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, this I is know like because of a TikTok. He's like Hugh Jackman, like. Like in Logan, that's kind of the vibe okay. of, of of Lou. A huge jacked man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Huge yep. jacked man. <laughs> <laughs> He's able to peer around the corner. You see the four cells that take up the different corners. Mm-hmm. And to your left, the only person that is still in these cells you notice this dwarven figure. He's older, slumped up against the wall. His face is battered and bruised. A little bit of blood dried coming down his mouth. They seem to be unconscious, but alive. You can see their chests 
slowly raising and lowering. At the opposite end, you see these double doors closed and pacing back and forth. It's about 50 feet away. Pacing is this creature. Greetings, travelers. Not going to take up too much of your time here. I know I, for one, want to get back to all this abyssal yoga that Fan and I are doing. My favorite is Fiend's pose. Yeah? I'm kind of partial to the corpse pose. And oddly, that's one we have in the material realm. Huh. Small world. Worlds. Uh, Andrew is the danger mom, Colin is Kowloon, Taylor is Valu the Luguru, and our wonderful friend Ray is Berta. Once again, guys, can't sing enough praises about Ray and the Nerd Asylum. You want to talk about a fantastic gaming community, that is where you will find one of the bestest over at the Nerd Asylum on Discord. Search them up, check them out, heck, join the fun if you're interested. Also, if you're loving the episode and want more fun, then by now you should know where to find it, and that is over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash chasmquest. We're working on some new projects to accompany all our works here on the Tale of the Rowdy Saga, but be on the lookout for some fun announcements. One of which being the part two of our live Twitch stream pirate adventure is now live on YouTube. So if you missed the stream, you can check out both parts one and two on YouTube today, and they are a blast to rewatch. Andrew's put a lot of time in editing and adding some ambiance with the visual B-roll aids. It's all gorgeous work. Andrew, great work. You are my special little dude. If you have a spare moment, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'd always love to hear more feedback, and you are just the one we want to hear from. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us your opinions on werewolves. Tell us how many marshmallows you've gotten to in a game of Chubby Bunny. We want to hear it all, and the reviews honestly do give us a boost, both in the algorithms and in our tiny little creature hearts. Hey, we're switching to a bizzle chicken pose. Nah, I'm going to keep rocking the corpse pose for a minute. I think I pulled something. <laughs> Humans are so fragile. We are. <laughs> we are. Lastly, I wanted to tell you guys about an all-new product that I've been trying called Magic Mind, the world's very first productivity shot. If you're anything like me and the average citizen of the world, caffeine finds its way into your diet one way or another. The caffeine, the enormous amounts of sugar in our drinks, foods, nah, you get it. I don't talk about it much, but I do try to cut as much caffeine as I can here recently because the high amounts give me crazy brain fog that just weighs me down. I'm good at work and all over the place getting things done, but the second I get home, the gas runs out, right? Now enter Magic Mind. A single shot of matcha with a blend of ashwagandha, turmeric, lion's mane mushrooms, plant-based sweeteners, and a few added vitamins and nootropics like your C's and your D's. And you got yourself two fluid ounces of a potion that actually extends the effects of the caffeine that we drink so that we don't have to drink nearly as much. That's gotta be like a D12 on your hit points back. The drink itself tastes wonderful, and I am a sucker for matcha flavored anything, but I'm even more happy to have a matcha drink that helps me to decrease stress, inflammation, and increases focus, all to accompany your daily caffeinated drink of choice, which mine is usually some form of green tea anyway, so a green tea elixir certainly adds to that flair. 
If this interests you at all, if you want to check out this wonderful little matcha blend, you can head over to magicmind.co and check it out for yourself. James the Creator has a pretty amazing story about his battle with a sudden heart condition that forced him to cut back on caffeine and seek things that lower those stress levels. And lucky for us, after a decade of research, he put together Magic Mind to help do exactly that. Now I can tell you that after trying it myself, I can see a lot less brain fog at the end of my day. And I feel focused and plenty relaxed. If you are looking to give it a shot, like I said, head over to magicmind.co and use promo code STAYROWDY for 20% off of your order. That's magicmind.co and promo code STAYROWDY. And you can do more and stress less. Well, that wraps it up for me. I'm going to get back to the abyssal yoga and hop into downward hellhound. Hey, you want to get a bite to eat after this? The chaotic energy radiating off of someone who is terrified sounds really delicious right now. What if I meet you in the middle and we get some boba tea? Eh, boba works too. Haha, <laughs> alright. Pacing back and forth, it's about 50 feet away. Pacing is this creature. You hear hooves clopping very slowly and a heavy breathing. Its head is straight down as if trying to listen through the door and yet at the same time keep vigilant where it is at. But it seems to be keeping vigilant for anything coming through the doors the opposite way. Was not expecting anything coming up from this end Mm -hmm. of the dungeon. The other cells are emptied where once your fellow sea dogs were kept and taken away to be put on the fire ship. This is where you spent some time. And you recognize that through those double doors is the larger circular room that you were once in. The circular room that you were once cast into and captured. A odd feeling in your stomach forms not seeing the one who you are searching for Mm -hmm. in this prison. The fiend that is at the door looks like it was perhaps once an orcish figure, now completely mutated with another form. This fiend has a centaur-like appearance. Its top half a muscular orcish greenish flesh, but its face now deformed with horns growing out of its head, spikes growing up off of its shoulders, and Kaloon, even with your nine, you're able to catch quick glimpses of this. This reminds you of the Tanaruk, the orcish fiend that you fought in Deadwood. It looks very similar, that top half, Mm -hmm. but seeing this centaur-like body is like nothing you've seen before. Its tail drags on the floor with almost a blade-like end to the tail. It looks like this. (gasps) Wow. Scary. This is an Armanite. So, this fiendish creature blocks the doorway between further investigating. Lou... You got over 20 with your perception this time, or it was still 16? 16. Yeah, Yeah. okay. In that case, everything that I have described is what you see. You still have the advantage of not being seen yet. So, what is your group doing? Yeah, I like halt and I come back around the corner. I whisper to them if they can hear me, hopefully. Looks like there's a fiend ahead. I, I saw 
Did you see anything else? Yeah, there's a prisoner. Up to the left. What does it look like? I don't know. Some dwarf. True. I Yeah, I look at Berta. Like, I heard from an old professor of mine that Grunyar was in town. Do you think it could be him? It might be, because he was last seen at an altercation at the pub you all were at. We've got to get him out of there, then. I mean, even if it's not Grunyar, we've got to get whoever that is out. <sighs> the guards I heard that from were pretty intent on capturing him. That's most likely him. <sighs> Damn. Juno wants to cause a commotion. Is there a way we can take this fiend out? We're gonna have to kill it. Quietly. I know it's beyond those doors. There could be more orcs. Let's try to draw it down the tunnel as far as we can, so that way it might not be heard as we fight it. <laughs> Nika's in the distance like, come at me. She's holding <laughs> that <laughs> giant great axe. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's just like, hey, we're setting a trap for you. Our trap is that Nika's that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you suggest? Do you think we can call to it or something? I don't know. Uh, give me yeah. a knowledge... Yeah, give me survival with this. Okay. 25 on survival. You know that this thing understands Abyssal. I don't think you speak it. I think you understand it as well. You, you would know that this thing does with that check. Yeah. If I that just... wanted to play into your plans. The other thing with your survival check, you were looking at this fiend as it's kind of guarding mm-hmm. this door, pacing back and forth. You also notice there is, like, three drops of blood leading past those double doors, the same blood you've been tracking. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it with your perception check, but now that you're paying attention with survival, it dawns on you. You see some of it has caught even on the hooves of of this creature. What are you thinking? Do you have a plan? And then I turn back, and I, like, listen real hard to see if it's, like, muttering anything. Mm. Yeah, just give me another perception check. 29. It kind of gives grunts, mm-hmm. almost like half horse, half fiend, right? Like, <laughs> and just uh, continues its guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like our chances of taking it out quietly. Uh, but I think we should try to get it far away from that door. We don't know what's on the other side. And if something hears, I don't want Brim to be alert to our presence in this keep. No, that would be awful. So we need to draw it away in some way that wouldn't instigate it to set off an alarm? You think it knew about the vampire? I doubt it. Wait, can you turn it into a dog? No, not anymore. Oh, so you can only turn it into like a like a bipedal wolf type thing? Right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's that plan. Oh, actually, I suppose I could turn into a an animal if it comes to that, but... You can do what now? Oh, I, I, I have a, a spell that allows me to turn into different things. Yeah, or that's right. Or to turn others into... Oh, actually, let's just try to turn this thing into something else. I've seen you turn into wolf before, haven't I? Yeah. I, uh, but this is a different thing. Or, so, yeah, we could go with that plan. But now that I'm thinking about it out loud, I could just try to turn this thing into something else. You can do that? I, if it works, I mean... It has a chance to try and resist, but if it works, then I could turn it into something quiet, like a, I don't know, like a fish, and then we could throw it into a cell. That might be our best bet. All right, well, something that, I don't know, like, what doesn't make a sound and it's easy to catch? Aye, a turtle. Yeah, I'll try a turtle. That's, oh, I mean, aye, a turtle. 
I'll try a turtle. Is everybody on board with this plan? Sure. Yeah, ready as ever. Okay, so I'm trying to stay stealthed and cast Polymorph on this guy. Uh, Needs to make a wisdom save of 15. It fails. Nice. So it turns into a little box turtle. That's nice. about the size of my fist. I love and it. I just walk over there, pick it up, turn it sideways, fit it through the bars of a closed cell, and just lay it down inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a stealth roll with that. Okay. 28. Perfect. Yeah, you ready this spell from around the corner, everyone waiting behind as you reach your hand out. This magical energy emits from your hand and begins to swell over it before it can even realize what's happening. It begins to shrink and just this like look of utter horror on its face as it... And how long does this spell last? Uh, one hour nice. uh, with concentration. So Perfect. Yeah, I'll continue concentrating until I need to do something different. So, right, but yeah. you have placed it now inside one of the cells. Yeah. And the- you hear just a quiet like, Oh, very good. <laughs> Uncle Donk, is that you? And you can see him kind of like, slowly get up a little bit more and kind of like slump back. Hey, it is me, Kaloon. Good to see ya. Uncle, it's been so long. And he looks through his swollen eyes and sees you coming forward. Oh no. (laughs) Uh, Does Polymorph change everything that it's equipped with? Yeah. Oh no, the The keys keys are on the the Arminite. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah, hold, you hold on. Let me read it one more time. I mean, you guys can attempt other things, strength or yeah. uh, lock picking. Yeah, it says the target's gear melds into the new form. The creature can't activate, use, wield, or otherwise benefit from any of its equipment. So, yeah. So you walk up to the the cell doors, and yeah, he's like, I am so happy to be getting out of here. Right? It, uh, is that you? It is. Nice, nice to see you again. Are you, are they, I mean, are they, how, how are you? Oh, I'm a wee bit sore, but uh, definitely ready to get home and get a sip of ale in me. Sure. Aye. We'll be getting you out of there, right? Right soon. So, here's the deal. I, I'm not sure that we can get you out of here without making a lot of noise. However, we need to go kill someone, and we don't need him to know we're coming. So here's this. Hopefully this will help you out a bit. And I hand my last healing potion through the bars to Grignard. Mm-hmm. Right, so drink that. We'll leave my friend Nika. She's a wonderful woman. She'll be here to protect you the whole time. She can't sneak very well, but she's very strong and able in combat. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'll, I'll, I'll bring her in. She'll be here with you the whole time. We're going to go kill Corin, And we'll come back this way and I'll, we'll get you out right away. Right. Please don't be gone too long, though. I have been here for a few days now. Do you have any food on you? And he's he's already downed the health potion. You can tell his demeanor has changed. He's 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 for the better now. I'm gonna like slip my water skin and some rations through oh, the, the cage to him. Bless you, nice. bless you, child. And he begins to drink, and he looks around. He says. Is that the fiend then? And he sees the turtle now. <laughs> I in I, the other cell. Yeah, I can turn things into other things now. It's kind of handy. Very impressive. Thank you. 
I've not seen you do magic before. Interesting. Uh, you're and not going to let him out? Well, the keys, I think, were on that fiend. There. Oh, um, which is now a turtle. Shit. I... Yeah, at this point, Ezric and Nika have come into the room. Yeah, they're just looking around. Nika does say, like, Oh, where did it go? <laughs> oh, you mean the fiend? Did you see that? Yeah, from... I have dark vision for quite some time. Hey, well, look, that turtle on there, I changed it. Oh, I, he's so cute. Yeah, but don't let it out, though. It's got to it's gotta stay in there, because when it turns <laughs> back into a fiend, I want it behind butters. Um, it's really hoping to kill something today. Well, you know, maybe it'll turn back because I'm. While you're in here, I'm going to ask you to please stay here and watch my, my uncle Grunyar. Uh, make sure he's safe. If anybody comes in, just go ahead and give him a good wallop. Kill him if you need to. Uh, and we're going to go uh, kill Brim Corrin. Is that still the plan? Right. Yeah. Plus, right. you already killed that vampire. Oh, yeah, that is true. Right. I will watch over this turtle. If it becomes something else. I will destroy it. Hey. Uh, Greenyard, can you tell us anything? Is there anything we should know? Should we just get to it? The orc. They're more than just orc. They ain't quite like what that thing was, but they can change, become more animalistic. They uh, overtook me back in Saddleside. I was just waiting on a friend, and they dragged me through a tunnel. It got hazy after that. I've been here for a few days now. I've seen a few figures. Look like one with a, a tricorn hat. With a wee halfling or something with them. Longer, lighter hair, I think. Which way did they go? <sighs> with a shaky hand, he points up through the double doors. Uh, through there. I believe I saw them pass by not long ago. Was the little one bleeding? I couldn't tell from where I was. My eyes were too swollen. Mm. All right, well, Uncle Doc will be back soon. I promise. Right. Aye. Take care of yourself as Thank much you. as you can. Do not be gone long. Do our best. Uh, and, uh, Nika, I'm sure you can. If it becomes too dire and you can't fight what's coming, I mean, just, you know, regardless of how much noise it makes, just rip the bars off and take him out of here, will you? Can do, and she gives you a salute. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get going. All right. Um, actually, before you go, you know that Nika wears a silver vein necklace. Do you want to try to activate your oh, ring yeah. to give her the heroism spell? Yeah, because I, do, I don't actually. think that will break your concentration. Just that one smaller spell. Okay. Yeah. So I will do that. As you activate the ring, you see that it begins to glow, like it glowed near the anvil, uh, like it glowed in other times previous when a finding knocks in Fidelma. Hmm. That same glow lights the room up for a brief second, and you feel a wave of energy. You look back, Nika's silver vein amulet is now glowing a bright silver. You have given her the heroism ability, so she cannot be frightened, and she gains hit points equal to your spellcasting modifier. Nice. Okay. So, before we go, I say Riamarayasios is... Ezric? Ezric. Yeah, is Ezric coming with us? 
Yeah, he's still there. He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm by your side. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I say Ariamarayasios four times and give Ezric, Berta, Lou, and myself bardic inspiration. A D8, <gasps> correct? Yep. D8 to be added to attack, AC, AC or damage. damage. Right. All right. Our group has just been given this bardic inspiration. As you approach the double doors, what's the lineup? Yeah, well, I've raced just straight to the doorway, and I'm just listening to the door. Okay, give me a perception check. Really taking care of that listen. Uh, 19. <laughs> With a 19, you do hear commotion, because these double doors lead to a hallway about 40 feet, and then another set of double doors. So it's super faint, but you do hear some kind of swirling, almost like a building whirlwind distantly mm. coming from past these two sets of double doors. Anything more specific? Not coming to you. Sounds like there's something in there swirling. Like what? air? I, Water? Yeah. That's probably coming from the next room in. I can't tell if there's anything behind this door, but I know that there's another set of doors that leads to another room. Alright, um, well, I suppose you probably have the best senses. We'll just have to trust them. Let's go. We're just gonna have to open these doors and be ready for anything. I, I agree. And I grab them. And I start to yank one of them. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, yeah, give me stealth checks as you guys go forward. Okay. Yeah, as the doors come open, I go, Can I get a hiya? Hiya! <laughs> it's like, that's how we find out if people are in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, nobody said hiya, so yeah, we're clear. Uh, uh, 14. 28. 19. Nice. Lou, you begin to open the door toward you. There are two sconces on the walls in this larger hallway. You can walk to a breast, and there's no one in here. When you open the door, you do see a little few drops of that same blood. You would need to do a survival check to, like, continue following that, but they definitely lead down the 40 feet toward the other door. 27. Yeah, you're able to see the full trail leading down that way. When you open the door, the swirling becomes apparent to all four mm. of you. It's almost electric, I suppose. There is some crackling as well, and you guys enter this hallway, creeping closer to the double doors. Okay, still don't notice anybody. Nope, no one in this hall. Nika mm. kind of gives one last wave as the door closes behind you. All right, let's push forward. This is it? No other way to go. And you guys approach the last doors. Does anyone want to give a perception check to just hear? Mm-hmm. Nope. Not one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you're super, like, you're torn at the moment, Kaloon. You're like, yeah. okay, like, a very powerful enemy could be behind these doors. I just left my uncle back there in a prison cell that I don't have the keys for. Like, your mind is very chaotic at the moment. Yeah, and that's just causing me to put my fingers in my ears and goes, no, 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 no. 18. 18. All right. So you get up to the doors. You listen. You hear abyssal voices, like an incantation. They are layered upon each other, saying words. Return Return us. Open the gate. We wish to see the land beyond. Show us the darkness. Show us oblivion. And as they repeat this, that crackling becomes louder and louder. Sounds like they're opening a portal. That's not good. Yeah, to where? The abyss. That's very bad. 
What do you mean, the abyss? They have a way of getting through there. There's a big device in the room. Golden bowls. You mean that fantasy place those Thessalon nuts talk about us all the time? That's real. I don't know what made it seem like a fantasy. I don't know. I mean... Did you see what you just turned into a turtle? I, I mean, you know, the world's a big place. I hadn't even been to Cassania. I mean, hell, I didn't even know giants existed until, like, last year. Did you all know that giants existed? They're real? I've seen one, fought one, killed one? I mean, there's legends. Right? I'm from Cassania, and I can tell you there's nothing like these things there. Okay, well, maybe there's other continents somewhere else. You don't know. I'm just saying, I mean, Occam's Razor told me that anything around here must be from here. Like, come on, how crazy is that a portal to another dimension? Right, and I don't mean to cut you off, but it sounds like the crackling's getting louder. Okay, um, well, we'll put that on hold then, I suppose. Or just not at all. I guess I don't really need to know. Let's just go. We gotta swing the doors open. Yeah, I grab one, and I guess we're just charging in. That's the plan. Um, well, I mean, stealthy, stealthily, <laughs> stealthily okay. charging. Yeah, I think I do. Like, I would open the door, but I would try to do it in a way that's not okay. noticeable. Yeah, yep. like just enough to let us like a crack, just to slip mm-hmm. us through. All right, through. one last stealth check. Okay, don't say it ominously like that. <laughs> one last, right? Forever. <laughs> Damn. Twenty-six. <sighs> 13. 13. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, we are, we kind of like get caught, like our equipment gets caught like, on each other a little bit sorry. as we try to go through the door. And yeah. As the door creaks toward you, Lou, as Rick brings up the rear, you have Kaloon and Berta just behind you. As you enter in, the scene before you brings dread. As this large circular room vaulted ceilings, the flying buttresses leading to the top, in the middle of this floor is a golden pedestal. A similar pedestal reaches from the ceiling just above it, opposite though, creating a type of cylinder container for what lies inside. A massive red ruby gemstone the size of a wagon large grown and chaotic black electricity connects from the golden bowl below to the golden bowl above contained within the electric shoots in and out of the gemstone from that point a reddish black shoots outward toward the northern wall there is a circle pulsing, a tear almost. It pulses outward and then upward, outward and then upward. A foul stench emits from it every time it pulses. Below, there are two orc priestesses, their hands raised in the air, the electricity shooting from their fingertips at times as they preach out this incantation, waiting beside the pedestal, watching Toward this tear into another realm stands an elven man, his cape draped over his large, muscular body, a black tricorn hat upon his head. He stands next to a small figure, a young girl with white hair and pallid white skin, pink eyes, 
there's circles under the eyes as if the figure hasn't slept for days. They stand at Brimside, his massive right hand against her back, his left hand drawn into his cape. He looks to his right and watches you four enter into the room. Brim Corrin, you have incurred debt with the Rowdy Boys, and I have come to collect. <laughs> 